0: Hey everyone, this is your host Javier and Daniel, and you're listening to the Brown Sound Podcast. We're just two brown best amigos talking about everything and anything through a Latino and indigenous perspective. In this podcast, expect some tears, joy, and definitely laughter. Imagine sitting around a table with your best friends but sober, or you can have a drink too because we don't judge. Well... Episode 5, baby.
1: Welcome to the Brown Sound with your host, Javier Garcia and...
0: What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? I don't know my name. Just kidding, because you already know it. Just kidding. No, this is Daniel. (laughs) (laughs)
1: He's like, I don't need to say it because you already know. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Uh, No, what's good? Hey, you know, we're just fresh, you know, fresh after the Super Bowl and fresh after Valentine's Day. Did you uh, have some lovin's (laughs) on Valentine's Day? (laughs) Some Super Bowl (laughs) lovers.
1: So um you're gonna laugh, but I was trying to figure out like what all my siblings were doing so I might like third wheel their dinner plans. <laughs> and every time I was like, Oh, what are you guys doing? And and then I dropped hints that, oh, I'm just kind of alone watching a sad show. <laughs> and the they were all like and they were all like, Oh, that's cool. <laughs> no one invited me.
0: And they were pop- <laughs> dinners. <laughs> They probably were like, Oh, Javi always has a third will with us. Like, can we just have a one romantic date night without him? (laughs) They're like, We see you every night, it's fine. That's funny. They're like they're like, Go get a woman. (laughs) Oh, stop being single. (laughs) <laughs> That's so funny. No, so, I mean, obviously, what well, I got to say for the Super Bowl, um, I didn't really care who was playing because there weren't any teams that I was familiar with. But the halftime show, legendary, iconic. Like, it was, like, I was in the living room, like, just vibing, and it was good. So I got to say that before anything. And for yeah, Valentine's, yeah. <laughs> Valentine's Day, obviously, for me, uh, I had no plans. I actually um, booked a speaking gig <laughs> for, like, oh, Indigenous, indigenous representation. Presentation in media, so that's what I did. Oh, that's cool. um, on Valentine's Day. I uh, spoke to a class at Washington State University. So nice. So you presented a singles. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, so my, uh, my date was my, my career. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's awesome, Cheat kicks. Did you get a but, date out
1: of that class or? <laughs> um,
0: you know what? I, I did exchange some numbers. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, okay, <laughs> no, I'm just okay. kidding. <laughs> totally kidding. No, I, that, I was not there for that. But, uh, you know, the one thing I don't, you know, one thing I don't get about Valentine's Day is like, like, I get it. You want to, you know, spoil your loved one on that day and stuff, but it's like, why, why just use one? Day to do it? Like, shouldn't you be, like, spoiling your loved exactly. one, like, any other days? Um... I think more than anything, it just reminds the single people how single they are. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah most and well that's another thing too is like so many people are like I hate Valentine's Day I hate, it's like okay like you just look bitter like I don't know for me I I guess I'm just someone I mean I love I love love like when it's genuine and not forced so like when you see those couples who are like happily you know in love and like they're sharing their story like oh that's that's so nice but then you see the ones who force it and it's like oh you guys are the exact reason why I stay single you know <laughs> so <laughs> so hot choice is what yeah there's next. there's definitely with social media there's the the real ones and then there's the fake ones and you know who the fake ones are
1: (laughs) (laughs) well um, that's actually a good segue into showing love to some people that are doing really good work out there (laughs) so for our brown sound person highlight spotlight who are you who are you shouting out today uh
0: for this week i am going to give a shout out to my niece Shaylee. she is 19 years old but she is you know she's in college right now but she's had like probably not the best college experience because it's because of covid and so she all of her all of her college um has been online and she was you know playing softball but then obviously with covid that shut down so she's uh probably had not had the best experience so far with school school but she is still you know she's still doing it she's still trekking along and she's getting good grades and she'll be yeah. done she'll be done with her two years soon so shout out to my niece shaley um proud of yeah, you fantastic. and uh keep keep going
1: yeah very proud of you and um one of the things about Shaylee too is um although i although i don't know her as well as you do um she's a very awesome and supportive person in that anytime we have any kind of like food sales with la cocina she's been now mm-hmm. helping us out with that so I, I think it's amazing that she's kicking butt at school not having the best experience or maybe she is not we're assuming but I'm, I'm happy she's she's getting to the, that milestone and, um, you know, yeah. being on top of her education.
0: Yeah, and she's also a really great uh, DD for Betsy and I, so <laughs> <laughs> shout out to our niece yeah. for always making sure we get to A and B safely. <laughs>
1: yes, yes. And for me, I'm actually doing, and I hope this is okay, but I'm doing a combo shout out today. So I have um, my nieces and nephews, um, I have a bunch of them, and particularly two uh, that are a little bit older and have been listening to the show and have given us a, sh- a little shout outs whenever I've run into them in, in person. Um, but I, I want to highlight my niece, seven year old Valeria Gomez. So Valerie, she came up to me and said, "Theo, I really love your podcast. I thought it was so funny when you said only God and you can see under your shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and that was all, thanks mommy. <laughs> Um, so what's that's under all there? you got.
0: Yeah, I'm like,
1: that's that's all you got, mommy. <laughs> no. Um, I I love you a lot, Valerie. Thank you for listening. Um, The other shout-out goes out to my nephew, uh, David Jesus Vargas. Um, He's my nephew through one of my cousins, Gato, and he's currently a seventh grader, 13 years old, also listening to the Brown Sound. Um, It was really funny because I caught up with him. He sent me a video through one of my cousins, and he said, hey, I'm a big fan. I'm telling everyone at school to listen. He's like, I really think I deserve a sticker and a shout-out, and I I absolutely agree. You do, (laughs) and thank you so much for listening, and I appreciate the love. Love you both. Uh stay tuned in and that's it for me.
0: <laughs> oh, so nice. Shout out, shout out to your niece and nephew, and thanks for listening. It uh it's it's always still weird when people were like, Oh, I listen. I'm like, Oh really? You know, like it's like yeah. it's always it's still like a humbling thing when people say that. I'm always like, Oh, thanks, you know.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I always thought it'd just be our like siblings or something listening.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. My mom, or you yeah. know, I'm like my mom is like my biggest supporter with like obviously with brown sound, but like you even just with K-I-Y-E because she listens to all of my episodes on, on yeah. the radio and then she listens to all of Brown Sound too. So she's always all like <laughs> tuned in. I'm like, mom, Brown Sound's supposed to be like more personal. It's more like you shouldn't hear some of those stories, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but but she's listening. So yeah, it's it's funny. You know what? One of the other things I wanted to touch on before we jump into our topic
1: today is how much love we've been getting from everybody just in general. So yes. we released some statistics uh, to to Captivate FM, Mm -hmm. and we had 650 downloads as of, what was it, two days ago?
0: Yeah. And on one day, we had
1: 150 listeners just on the one day, a fourth of our downloads were in one day. It was so crazy.
0: And we're definitely, you know, we're in 12 different countries right now, and it's like, it's crazy just to think how many people are listening, not just in the United States, but like, you know, shout out to Mexico, shout out to Colombia, shout out to Brazil to the uk sweden russia malaysia india australia you know south africa like we're we're you know we're mr worldwide just kidding (laughs) (laughs) well and the other thing
1: too is i can only imagine like from mexico or like puerto rico or some of the countries that were highlighted i'm like okay yeah i have family there oh yeah we have friends there um Mm -hmm. for some of the countries i have absolutely no idea who's listening there but i do want to say that i especially wanted to highlight my lambda brothers um so for my fraternity I, I know that we've had a few people reach out and they've been so supportive. And yes. I think maybe that's where we're getting a bunch of the, of the support, yeah, uh, but also the indigenous communities. Because I saw the Nespers Tribes official Facebook page shared mm-hmm. us out and they have more than 11,000 followers. So I was like, oh my gosh, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who's listening, but thank you so much. It means a lot to us.
0: Yeah, it's, it's definitely very humbling and it's, I, you know, super, super grateful for um, all the especially to your Lambda Bros, I know I've just seeing the things on social media, I'm like, dang, that's pretty cool. And, uh, yeah, so shout out to our listeners. Um, yes, and <laughs> and we
1: do want to, um, you know, thank you all in some way. So we did run out of stickers already. We ordered 50, passed them out to all of our good friends and family members. Um, but we hope to load up soon, and we'll find out ways to, to get those out to everybody that wants one.
0: Yes. Um, also, yeah, yeah, definitely we'll have to support or give our supporters you know some brown sound swag some brown sound love (laughs) (laughs) some brown love (laughs) all right let's get jumping into our topic of the day what are we talking about (laughs) uh we are going to talk about why you are still single after valentine valentine's day just kidding (laughs) no but you know every time no
1: just that uh, my today. siblings wouldn't take me to dinner, <laughs> dinner with them <laughs> sorry
0: go ahead no we definitely are going to get into some things like i always say you can get into some things um Thing things uh, today we want to discuss latino and indigenous representation in media yes yes we do (laughs) because because obviously you know i think both of our communities have you know not always had the best representation or oh, you know, there's a lot of stereotypes and, um, and so I think, uh, yeah, I think we should just, you know, take things and rip them apart. Just kidding.
1: (laughs) Well, as we begin to embark on this conversation, um, you know, I'm just starting to reflect on what are the things that I saw in the media that related to just, you know, Latinos in general, (laughs) And so I'm thinking about, like, when you watched movies and Latinos were in them, usually they always have, like, the thick accents. (laughs) Like, like all of us are, you know, English language learners or something. Like, I am, obviously. But how crazy that that, that's the stereotype. Um, And instead of praising someone who's, like, multilingual, (laughs) you're just... gonna make them this sad like can't really speak that well kind of person you know (laughs) that kind of bothered me sometimes um obviously some of us do have accents and that's fine um but that's not all we are (laughs) in like the shows um specifically and more recently i can think of like sophia vergara and her character on modern family Mm -hmm. and do you remember how like like even just across all the episodes and the seasons they always made it a running joke that they couldn't really understand her or like (laughs) right Right. You're like, well, no, we can all all understand her fine. (laughs) You guys are just, I don't know, dumb. Yeah, and I
0: think even, too, like, I remember seeing an interview with, like, Ellen DeGeneres and Sofia Vergara, and she even made her, like, kind of made a joke about her accent or her, like people making it hard for people to understand her, too. And I'm like, oh, coming from a, a white woman? You know, yeah. making a joke
1: like that? Like, oh, like, oh. you ain't that cool, Ellen, right? I, I saw yeah. that, and that also didn't sit well with me. I know you and I have watched the SNL before, and there's this episode where Kate McKinnon and I think it was Sofia Vergara, they were playing, <laughs> like, they were going to do this Pantene commercial where they both had to speak, and Kate McKinnon played, like... Who was it? Like uh,
0: Penelope Cruz. Oh, right? yeah, Penelope
1: Cruz. Because yeah. she kept doing that when she talked. And they would get these words, like the prompter. The number, they had to say words like heavy and beauty and fluffy. And then Penelope Cruz, Kate McKinnon, was like, why am I having to read morpho here? And, you know, she kept doing things like that. You're like, I mean, that was funny because... I mean, that they were poking fun at how, like, you know, accents are made fun of. But, I mean, I was cracking up because it was really funny. But also, it drove home the fact that, yeah, that is, like, a very common trope you see across the
0: media. Right. Um, yeah. That's funny. Yeah, I know. I think, too, for, like, Native people, our stereotype is always, like, the typical Western, you know, cowboys versus Indians. But, like, the Indians are, like, the savages. And we are running around and shooting at... You know, the what are those called? Those little buggies or whatever they're called. You know, like, it's always like... Those wagons? Or yeah, that? wagons. Yeah, wagons. You know, I think a lot of times it, it's crazy because it's like, well, yeah, I'm sure that probably did happen. Like... <laughs> a long time ago but it's not all that we are you know especially in today's day like we have doctors we have lawyers you know we have nfl super bowl champions as a recent you know there was a native right. guy that was on the on the rams that won the super bowl ring so we yeah. we are our people of definitely you know we are very much still here today and we're a living and thriving culture but we're not just these little what they say like the little wagon burners or whatever you <laughs> oh know God, like, yeah. <laughs> (laughs) Yeah, that's something that always... It's it's weird. It's always like an awkward yeah. thing to see, like the portrayal of like natives as these like like the the bad guys that are trying to you know shoot the cowboys or something like. Right, it's, it's like their like, motive
1: is just to like kill or yeah. like, rob or like, and it's bad because that's what people are seeing. So mm-hmm. that drives home for me the fact that the one of the other like prominent stereotypes for Latinos is the cholo. <laughs> like you see that in the movies, and the, there are these guys that are gangsters with like face tats and they say fool or you know essay or whatever and then and then people are eating up that that's all we are you know what Mm -hmm. i mean um so they're sharing they're seeing like illegal activities they're seeing violence they're seeing people that maybe aren't educated i don't know you know things like that and what kind of what bugs me about it is um Okay so you remember you know not too long ago there was all these videos of these like patriots of the US that would call out <laughs> that would call out like Latinos just doing everyday normal stuff minding their own business so people Mm -hmm. who would just speak Spanish and again this doesn't even concern anybody else right that's the thing with language if we're speaking a language and you feel like you don't understand um stop making it about yourself because this conversation isn't for you otherwise we'd be speaking (laughs) in English and so anyways these people were what calling people out, Spanish speakers saying like you're in my country and you're um if you're going to be here speak my language. Go back to <laughs> Mexico or wherever. And those videos were infuriating and I thought that was just something on social media, mm-hmm. but it actually happened to my aunt. So my aunt and Jeez. grandma were here um earlier this year and you know, they don't often come up and my my grandma just doesn't like the cold, so summer's the only time we could really get her up here and my aunt will travel with her to help with, you know, making it a comfortable experience for but Mm -hmm. my grandma and my aunt who live in Mexico and my aunt's a teacher she you know has been doing it for 30 plus years she loves all her kids she's the nicest person would give anyone her last dollar you know that kind of like nice Mm -hmm. and so they my brother and my sister-in-law took them to have breakfast at Sherry's and when my aunt was in the bathroom with my sister-in-law they were talking in Spanish in between stalls so my aunt gets out washing her hands and this lady um, I'll let you imagine what she looks like. Um, but she yelled, verbally assaulted my aunt, and said the exact same thing. You're in my country, speak English. If you want to speak Spanish, go back to where, you know, Mexico or whatever she said. And my sister-in-law heard this but she was in her stall you know and she was trying to get out quick to go like confront that lady but that and my aunt was all caught off guard because someone was yelling at her and she didn't understand and this lady booked it out of the bathroom (laughs) and so my sister in law came out all upset and you know they didn't go chase her but by the time they got out that lady was like gone and they told my brother so they paid and they were leaving and they saw those ladies out in the parking lot she had a friend and my brother put the window down and was like what you know looking at her and they both looked down and looked away and i was like what a coward thing to do to feel like you right. can just probably assault somebody and then run out of there and think like no one's gonna say anything to you that's it's right
0: crazy. i feel like if i you know if that was if i was there i definitely would probably had to physically assault somebody just kidding you know like I mean, we're not, gonna, we dis- <laughs> we're not right. gonna disrespect you know but no um no but no like seriousness it's crazy how things like that I mean, just the entitlement to think that, like, oh, you have to speak English to be here or whatever. You know, it's like, first of all, one, English is a foreign language in these lands, obviously. Like, uh, indigenous people did not speak English back then. So, you know, that English is just as foreign as any other language that's here. So, um,
1: Well, and then what I'm thinking about is who is this lady? What's her background? So I'm thinking, does she have Latino friends at all? Probably not. So if she doesn't and she doesn't interact with our communities because she would know how great and welcoming and fun and loving we are, she would have never done that. So she's probably getting her information from the media, right? right? And what is she listening to? What is she seeing? And it's probably all these negative stereotypes and tropes um mm-hmm. and that's why that's so damaging because for people like that lady right then they get s- set off and then they do what they did to my aunt and i i felt right. so bad for her because this is one of the few times she's come up to the us and she took that back with her and that's not who we are as a country or like people and i don't know it was obviously triggering for many reasons right <laughs> and i was like oh i wish i was there you know yeah and, know.
0: It, and it's crazy because even you know you say that's not who we are as like a country but like in all reality that literally how this country is though you know like it's like it's not how i I mean like yeah (laughs) yeah like it's like you know like it's yeah i'm like it's crazy because it's like i don't know i mean i guess i i haven't really gone to a whole lot of other places that like you know, speak English, I guess, as a, their their main language or whatever. So I don't know right. how, how that would feel. But just to be, I mean, I don't know, to think that they just own that right to just say <laughs> things. Like, I don't know. That to me is crazy. Like, I'm sure if that was, like, any of my family, we probably would have ripped that restaurant apart. <laughs> like, Well, could you? Could you I would have thrown a table at somebody, <laughs> Throw a chair. <laughs> You're all Mari. <laughs> yeah. These...
1: <Uh-oh>. Uh, <laughs>
0: Those, yeah,
1: I feel it's like. All, that's, oh, you want a stereotype? We'll give you one. No, yeah, but, oh, you want <laughs> to, oh, you want to,
0: you want to see that? Okay, <laughs> then I'll give you that. No, but that's just imagine
1: just... going to like, like people from the US who don't speak Spanish going to Cancun, right? And then somebody there being like, this is my country,
0: <laughs> speak Spanish. Like, what? <laughs> I'd, what be like, I'd be like, okay, sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, see, see.
1: It's like, oh, (laughs) perdon. Yeah. sorry. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Lo siento, lo siento.
0: So yeah, that's just crazy. I you know, the entitlement obviously in this country is crazy with right. that with that certain group of people, you know. Yeah. Well, and we don't even got yeah. to say because people already know. So the other thing I wanted to talk
1: about is some other like stereotypes I've seen in the media presented about Latinos is like, you know, Latinos are always like the goofy sidekick. So you'll have some <laughs> some like You know, like we can't ever be the main rules. um, And we're like poor or the help so like you'll have your latina maids or your you know latino gardeners and you know those professions are honorable for sure um mm-hmm. for people who do them but not all of us do that right and right the issue with that is that if students or like kids growing up right are aspiring for like these careers that are like doctors and lawyers and mm-hmm. let's not glamorize those right because the trades are also as important and make a lot of money but if you don't see yourself um If you don't see someone like you in those positions, um, a lot of times you don't see yourself being in those spaces, right? And so, like, the media has a responsibility to all the populations to represent us in positive lights and in those positions where we actually are, right? Entrepreneurs, businessmen, right? um, all those kind of things. That's why that's important, Cheek Right. And
0: and it's crazy because obviously media definitely connects us, you know, connects the world, you know, it definitely has its. Influence, and if the only representation that we're getting are these, you know, stereotypes that are harmful to our communities, uh, that's definitely a, that's an issue, you know. Right. And, and I even think about, I mean, just for me growing up. Uh, we well, didn't have representation in anything, really. Like there was the Disney Pocahontas movie, which was like not accurate, you know. Like it was not accurate. And then just like even the song, and they're like the they are savages, savages. Like even that, like couldn't imagine, you know, like as yeah. being a kid watching that, like oh. You know, yeah. like, that, that's weird. And then, I'm trying to think of, like, another yeah, movie that, really, oh, like, even, like, Spirit, that movie Spirit with the Horses, like, they made the natives in that way to be a bad, like, the bad guys, because they were trying right. to, like, get the horse back, or whatever that movie goes, but yeah, it's like, stuff like that is, it's like, it's weird, you know, that's the only way <laughs> I can explain it is it's weird. I'm like, well, you know, yeah. I mean, we don't talk to animals, you know, we don't talk to trees, uh, natives are always seen as, like, this mystical creature that's... It's like, like you know, a werewolf or in the vampires and things like that. It's like, oh, no, yeah. like although we did have um a native actor from Lapua that was in the Twilight series. So shout yeah, out to we Ch- did see that. Shout out yeah. to Chaske. But I'm just saying, like, like those roles that are very stereotypical to like native, it's just like, come on, like yeah, <laughs> no, know? that's true. Um, one of the things I
1: did see is that you know there's all these series coming up like reservation dogs, where you have these indigenous actors, but I believe believe like there's also writers and directors that are included mm-hmm. in that right.
0: Yeah. So these series like Reservation Dogs is like an all native cast and crew. Like the show right the show writers, the directors, I even think the film crew, like um and like even the leading actors, like they're all from indigenous communities throughout the US and Canada. Mm-hmm. And even the same with like the other show, Rutherford Falls, that's on Peacock, uh the streaming service for that. That's all I f- believe they all have like all native writing writing room and then they have like these natives and these lead positions in that you know series and um things like like those are definitely uh it's good to see like because it's like it's showing up today's date like today's like we're not just in this western or we're not you know this (laughs) we're not this magical creature that's fighting vampires (laughs) like it's literally like what like with the show reservation dogs it's on hulu for people that want to you know watch it it's on hulu um pretty accurate of like reservation life not just out of Oklahoma where the series is like, out of but like yeah. throughout the united states and i would assume maybe canada because I'm, I'm not from canada so i don't know what the uh the communities are like up there but i definitely could say that the native humor and like just the like this all i mean all those episodes are, they touch yeah. home and especially same with like rutherford falls like they they do a lot of different things that go around like um you know land back and like you know current battles that tribes are facing today with you know the government or with yep. whatever when it comes to land and stuff like that so those shows are definitely a good understanding i think and hopefully things like that continue to keep happening hopefully there's more series because obviously i mean i don't know i i just feel like it's it's long overdue we need to see like indigenous people in in these spaces because i mean yeah, yeah. We're obviously no, like- absolutely and you know the other thing too Chikix, is
1: that it's we talk about how like growing up you know i i didn't see the best representation for latino communities and you have shared the same with indigenous um representation in the media but just like you just mentioned like it's not enough to put us in TV shows, in mm-hmm. movies, it's, um, it's not enough for that. You also need to do the work in understanding the cultural, historical... Background Mm -hmm. and context in developing characters like that in the movies because they resonate with the experience, right? Right. The other thing, too, that we've seen before, and I mean, this is huge in the media, too, is where there are higher, um, like, white actors to play, like, you know, Latino characters or Hawaiian characters or black characters. Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, like, that person isn't of the community. They don't understand everything that comes with representing that person and that responsibility. It's more harmful than not. And then you start to see, like, didn't, like, Scarlett Johansson or Johannesson or whatever her name is, didn't she play like an Asian character and then they like kind of did her makeup for make her kind of look
0: like that and people are like, what the heck? Why are you wearing, <laughs> you know, like why are you, yeah. why are you doing that? That's not okay. Like <laughs> Yeah, or even just think about like even the stuff when it comes to like what you see in fashion, like people like at these music festivals you know, that wear like the headdresses with the feathers oh, or yeah. like these different beaded items and, and non-native people, they can wear beaded you know work that's created by native artists but Mm -hmm. that's the thing is support native like artists instead of buying like the native oh it's inspired by this native tribe but it's if it's not native made then it's not you know yeah so i everything even things like that like all the stuff we see especially with mascots and (laughs) you know
1: um, oh my gosh that's like a whole other episode on its own
0: yeah so there's like so much that goes into representation more than just even in film it's like fashion and music and yeah. sports and it's just crazy and it's weird because like for people say like oh they're honoring you it's like no they're not you know like you're not honoring us yeah. by any of that stuff and like two headdresses like they're so it's a sacred it's a sacred item to a lot of tribal You know, people, and it it has to be earned. You can't just wear one because it looks cool. You know, and usually, and usually each feather in those like war bonnets or whatever. Like sometimes, I know certain tribes will even like kind of pray over each feather and like. So it's there's a lot that goes into wearing a headdress. And for like these little you know Beckies from L. A. that want to wear it at a music festival, like you know, like that's like it's you're just yeah, just don't do it. (laughs) Just don't don't do it. All I get, my only advice right now is, if you if you think like, is this okay? It's probably not okay. Don't do it. You know, <laughs> yeah. like if, if you have to if, ask, don't yeah. Do it. If it's Halloween and you want to dress up as an Indian, don't do it. If it's a anyway. music festival and they have, you know, the little feathered headdresses, don't do it. <laughs> Um, yeah. if you're buying beaded items from non-native artists don't do it you know like yeah yeah. it's just it's crazy it's just so it's like a weird thing to see like in the media how your people are portrayed because it's like right we're, we're well, more than that you know well and then real world or like the
1: media representation translates into the real world so it, it was a couple of years ago a couple of friends and i were walking in downtown boise and there was this bridal like you know those boise bike bars where like people will like bike around and like drink right oh yeah it'll drive around like the the downtown area there's this bridal party and then they came up we were just standing waiting for a stoplight and they came through where we were at so they were literally right in front of us and all the women were like cheering and were like high-five us and you know (laughs) doing stuff like that and we looked and I kid you not they were all wearing ponchos fake mustaches and sombreros oh my gosh And do you know how offensive that is for like, it was mostly, I think it was all white women it looked like, but my friends and I were like, looked and were like pissed my friends and I were like what the heck you know all and we just kind of looked at them and I think I you know I can't hide when I'm annoyed so I just had this annoyed face looking at them like what do you want from us you're like freaking offensive right now right. also how does this even relate to a bridal party thing theme why would anyone right. go, like let's like, be well, Mexican for this <laughs> celebration like what Like how do, you even send,
0: how do you even send out that invite to your bridal shower like hey oh, we're yeah. all gonna dress up as Mexicans and go drink. Like, what is that even? I mean, how do you even send that out to somebody? And here I am thinking, like, there was at least 14 girls on the Boise
1: bike bar. None of them had the common sense to be like, um, I don't think this is a good idea. Like, this might be offensive to somebody, but they were all okay with it. And, like, Like, how does that even
0: relate? You know what I mean? Did they have Mexican
1: before it? (laughs) Like, you know? (laughs)
0: Yeah, it's and that's like another thing that even goes into like what you see they do during like Cinco de Mayo, you know, like they yeah. people, you know, the Americans, they want to go and do Cinco de Drinco and yeah, go yeah. out and dress up and do all those things. I'm always like... Sometimes, you know, it's like, it's sometimes it's just, it's really a hard thing being a brown person in this country, you know? Sometimes like, you
1: just got to take a
0: deep sigh and yep. keep on trucking because there's really nothing like, you can do. It's like, whew, man, let me just let me take a minute. You know, it's like, I even remember a a time we were in Moscow at one of the bars, uh, CJ's, rest in peace CJ's. Just kidding, because it's no (laughs) longer open. But I remember being at CJ's during Halloween and I was with some other natives and I remember there was this um, non-native person wearing an Indian costume. And I remember we all were just like, you know, about ready to like, (laughs) okay, and then one of my friends was like, my culture's not a costume and like, kind of like, like reach for the the costume, uh-huh. but I think just because it was so crowded, it wasn't there. But, like, I mean, like you said, we don't really... I mean, we're not trying to promote physical violence, but no, no, when you no. have something stupid like that, it's like, what do you expect? You know, people yeah. aren't going to be nice about it like especially right. if it's someone uh, that culture that you're trying to like you know mock or whatever because that, that's what it is
1: and the other thing too cheek X, is sometimes people are quick to judge someone who reacts that way who's like upset when they see it but if you're seeing that so often right and if you if that keeps happening and you just keep getting frustrated um then that's your only natural reaction the one right. time that it sets you off it's like stop doing that it's hurtful right. it's offensive it's not cute you don't look cute <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. like it's not fun no one is enjoying this yeah. stop it it's enough right yeah
0: yeah it's definitely a ha- i mean it's even hard even just in idaho alone you know like mm. all the stuff we put up with remember the time when we were downtown and after the you know the bars we were walking and that guy told us welcome to idaho boys <laughs> oh, Yeah. and i was like Bitch, i'm from here <laughs> I'm native like i just remember, all... get, I I remember, remember getting, i remember getting heated and i was just was like like excuse me what did you say like i remember then... you saying welcome to idaho you're like
1: bitch i'm native
0: american you welcome to idaho <laughs> <laughs> and
1: I was so oh you
0: know i'm like you're on our land no yeah Just about ready to throw down. Yeah, that was
1: that was so rude. Like, because we didn't
0: even talk to him. It's like, what makes you think you could just say that to people? You know, just saw like three brown guys.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so rude.
0: Yeah, he just saw three brown amigos. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, um, what what is our
1: what is our hope for the future with representation?
0: Um, Well, I think what one thing that you know these think like these, you know, media, whether it's like, you know, directors, producers, or journalists or whatever the case may be, I think what they need to do is just start allowing, you know, our voices to be in these spaces, allowing us to be in control of our narrative, um, allowing us to... You know, basically, like, have the mic and have our moment to, like, speak for ourselves. Because the one thing I always say is, like, you know, the goal, like, even just what I do with radio, my goal is to never be the voice for the voiceless, but to pass the mic to the voiceless so they can, you know, talk about what we've been silenced for over so long. So that's always my main goal is to, like, never... They don't even like saying voiceless because it makes us sound like, oh my gosh, you know, but we... Because... Especially Indigenous people, we have a voice. We just were never given that opportunity or space to speak. Yeah. So, um, preach, my preach, preach. yeah. So my my big thing is allow Indigenous voices into these spaces. Um, if you know there's any network out there that needs a reality TV show with natives, hit me up. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> I'm like, hey, I would make great TV. No, no, but seriously, just you know, start hiring. Indigenous people to do these things, or you know, yeah. let them be, in, let them, let them take over. I don't know. Yeah,
1: no, I, <laughs> I, yes, absolutely. I'm <laughs> snapping for all this cheek ex. Like it's, um, I, I have the same, I same thoughts. Where you need to give us the opportunity to be in the planning, in the writing, in the directing. Mm-hmm. Um, not only that, but it, for all people out there, like colleges, um, different employers, you know, like make it a point to diversify your staff. Um, because again, see, little kids growing up, that could be, you know, the the scientists to cure like cancer or you know other things like like that. Like we won't, these children uh, won't know that they can do that unless they see themselves there right and so that's why it's important to have representation across not only the media but in all aspects of every industry it matters and we have so much to contribute so much to um help in growing and expanding and bettering you know all these kind of industries and services right
0: and definitely especially for the youth you know they deserve to be seen and they deserve to be heard and our experiences are so valid and they are meaningful you know i think i think even stuff what we do right now with this our podcast you know we're we're breaking down some barriers and um you know (laughs) We're learning definitely a lot along the way. <laughs> yeah, we're definitely learning a lot, but we're also like, you know, I mean there's I'm sure there's not a whole bunch of like, you know, I don't know I don't know any other like indigenous and Latino led podcasts out there. Yeah. And um just us doing this is definitely, you know, we're we're making some noise. Yeah. We're doing yeah. something and so the, like I did see this thing on, on social media. I can't remember who who said it, but it was like a little quote you know picture thing and it said diversity is not the same thing as inclusion diversity invites people to the table but inclusion empowers your voice to be heard while you're at the table and diversity without inclusion is shallow marketing and i do not wish to sit at any tables that want my skin for marketing but not my voice for truth and perspective Ooh, i saw that i was like dang Drop the mic, you know. That's yeah. That <laughs> deep, deep, deep.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know, Chikaks, that's a really good point. Like, it's it's not enough to put us in the positions, but you also need to give us the ability to openly talk and you know give our opinions or our thoughts it needs to be a genuine reason for why you're allowing to be in the spaces otherwise you're also part of the issue right yep one last example on like why representation is important and also having different people at the table so um there was um an engineering firm Um, They were working on seatbelts, right? And uh, it was a group of engineers that was doing all the work for that, the math, right? Where people Mm -hmm. should place, how the seatbelts should sit across your lap where it should be at what points should it be touching right and so when they tested the seatbelts on these cars um you know what they found out is that in accidents women and children were getting hurt but men were not Mm -hmm. and so what they found out was guess who was in the planning for that kind of work (laughs) just men right and it wasn't because if they had had women that were part of the discussions in that planning they would have considered well women have smaller frames and what about children those weren't things they were considering and so that's you know a good reason or a good example of why we need a consider different perspectives and include different people at the
0: tables. Right. So I guess, you know, that leads us into our shady question. Yeah, Brown Sound Shady Questions. Are we shady ready for these? Shady question, yes. <laughs> okay.
1: So for those of you that have never listened before, maybe this is the first episode, the Brown Sound Shady Questions of the week goes as follows. We ask three questions, um, and the two of us need to absolutely answer two, and we can skip on one, and mm. let's get it going. Mm. First question question is what is your toxic trait some little self reflection there who is the messiest person you know and the third question is if you had to trade places with a family member for a day who would it be oh
0: <laughs> those are some uh Definitely shady questions. Um, well, my toxic trait I, for me I'm big on like self-improvement and, and growth. and so obviously mm-hmm. by doing that you have to acknowledge the things that you need to work on. So for me, I guess my toxic trait is forgiveness. Um, I don't, I'm not saying that I don't forgive people cause I usually just like will move on. But what I kind of tend to do is I just forget people. So, um, (laughs) I think I need to be better at like forgiveness and then just even just like redemption. You know, I feel like people, well, I guess it depends on what it is, but I feel like for the most part, some people do deserve second chances at things if they can own up to whatever they're, you know, mistake right. was, but um, I think for me, I just need to be better at being able to really forgive somebody, and um, you know, because I can definitely move on. But it's just usually it's like once someone does something, I'm like, oh, I can never not see you looking like a sucker anymore, you know. So, <laughs> but I need to be better at forgiveness. And um, who's the messiest person I know? <laughs> <laughs> sounds like you have yeah. someone in mind. <laughs> um. So the messiest person I know is no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I might have to, you know, I'm gonna have to plead the fifth on that one. Uh, right. But <laughs> they know who they are. Um And if I had to switch a life with a family member or my a day and one saying? day
1: you're switching spots with one of your family members.
0: Um, probably nobody. <laughs> <laughs> There's no one that you would be
1: like, oh,
0: you know. I want to
1: see what day mm. in their life would be. Put on their shoes for a day. Mm, you Put know, on their sandals because I know you like sandals. <laughs> yeah, their works
0: Um, i don't think i I don't think I have anyone. <laughs> I I I like my own life, you know. <laughs> um, a lot of my family members have kids, and I don't know if I would like want to switch my life for a day to, like, watch all these kids, you know? <laughs> so that's just me. Fair enough, fair enough. All right, so for me, what is your
1: toxic trait? I think I would share that I am someone who, like, you know, if friends aren't really around, I'm really bad at, like, keeping up with people. And, you know, that can be kind of damaging sometimes, because I think people can take that as I'm being cold or distant. Um, But I'm that's something, actually, I'm working on this year. I made that a goal where I'm reaching out to people, letting them know I care, you know, following through. Um, but you also, are? much, much just like <laughs> I'm gonna uh, talk with you every day. <laughs> But what I was getting at is the other thing with me on this toxic trade is I'm also similar to you. I think that's why we're good friends in that I don't forgive easily and I don't hold grudges. That's not the type of person I am. I actually don't hold any ill will. As soon as, um, you know, anyone does anything to me that just doesn't sit well, I'm done and I move on. You know what I mean? And so I need to get better about, like, forgiving and, and I don't know because I... I'm not sitting with anything bad. I'm, you know, I don't feel bad about it. I'm, I'm done. I've moved on. Um, yeah. But anytime anyone's done anything wrong, I never forget, and I'll still be cordial. I'll still be nice, but I don't forget. <laughs> and that's yeah. something I need to get better about, just giving people second chances too. Mm-hmm. Um, Who is the messiest person I know? So that would have to be. I'm also skipping that.
0: <laughs> You're like you, Cheeks. Just kidding. Oh. <laughs> Uh Um, excuse me
1: yeah (laughs) and if you had to trade places with a family member for a day who would it be um i think that i would switch places with okay let me let me let me touch back to i i love my life i love my friends um I think maybe I would change places with someone that doesn't live in the U.S., so maybe like a family member in Mexico. Mm. I'd like to see like, you know, daily life, daily experience, um, maybe with like a cousin or something. I think that would be kind of cool just to yeah. get a different perspective. And then so at the end of the day, is it like Freaky Friday? Like at the end of the day, I wake <laughs> up and I'm like back
0: in my body or something.
1: Yeah,
0: at the end of the day, you got to realize that you love yourself, so then you yeah. switch back and, to the... And I was always good enough. Yeah. <laughs> And don't eat fortune cookies. (laughs) Well, hey, those are are some good shady questions. Um, Those were, those were. Yeah. Well, I guess that also leads us up to our business shout out of the week. The
1: week the week we got some good businesses to highlight today
0: yes uh do you want to go first who are you giving a shout out to
1: so my business highlight for the week for the Brownstown business highlight is going to be chicana foods so i recently learned about chicana foods through our good friend victor mazzo and um, victor actually knows the owners um, because they grew up together back home oh wow and so chicana foods is a gourmet salsa company based out of the boise idaho area um and -hmm. it's unexpected taste from the northwest is their tagline i was like oh yeah i really i kind of like that um and so it's they specialize in salsa matcha which is like a blend of rich nutty spicy flavors with a touch of smoke um and then salsa matcha is typically made um in veracruz and oaxaca mexican states with african influence but you can follow Chicana Foods um, on Instagram at Chicana Foods, or you can visit their website, chicanafoods.com to place your orders, and they do ship. So, it is a locally owned business that was started by three sisters and their mom, and go out and try their food.
0: Wow, that sounds good. I'm definitely going to have to grab me some of that next time I'm out in the area, because that sounds good. I love spicy, so cool. My business shout out of this week, my indigenous business highlight goes to 8th Generation. 8th Generation is a Seattle-based company by the Snoqualmie tribe that offers native designed wool blankets and other gifts. So just for the listeners out there who might not be familiar, blankets are a huge cultural like like getting a blanket is a big deal so like usually you'll get a wool blanket like you know if it's if it's a celebration like you just graduated college or if you just finish anything like you know accomplishing anything you get a blanket and um or if you you know say if someone passed away usually the family will give a blanket in that person's memory or even when you get married you get a blanket you know so um eighth generation it is a native owned wool blanket company and they have also other cool products like cups and you know just different gifts so yeah eighth generation you can find them on instagram just at eighth generation or their website eighthgeneration.com
1: awesome i'm gonna definitely have to look into that too
0: yeah so when you get married chick i i'll give you a blanket but until then <laughs> <laughs> no blanket for you <laughs> yeah. until then you're gonna have to be cold just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I guess, you know, I guess that wraps it up for today. That does. And so I want to say, yes. Also, do you want to give the listeners the oh yeah yeah let's do that yes so
1: this wraps this concludes our episode today but we wanted to share that the next episode we will have our very first guest um, and this person is based out of the east coast (laughs) and i believe they're uh caribbean latinos uh he'll share that with us then but um the topic Next week is also, like, a heavy one, but we'll make sure to, you know, have a good time with it and yeah. share it in a way that it's it's fun and we all learn
0: something. How about that? Yeah, so I'm excited to have our first guest. That'll be good. And especially just, it's always good to just, you know, network and, you know, yeah. meet people and stuff like that. So definitely looking forward to next week. Yeah, we'll see you next time. Disclaimer, the thoughts and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the hosts and hosts only. Cut CIO for listening to the Brown Sound Podcast. We had a blast with you all today. Make sure to tune in next time. To follow us more closely, check us out on Instagram at the Brown Sound Podcast. For partnership opportunities or to get a hold of us, email us at
1: brownsoundpodcast Podcast208 at gmail.com.